thank you for tuning in to QuickCast, a new segment right here on Voices of Courage, where you will get brief topics and information. Who is Rich Stripe? Well, Rich Stripe is one of the horses that actually won at this year's Kentucky Derby. What's so special about Rick Stripe? Well, first of all, he darn sure wasn't expected to win. He like came out of nowhere, like seriously, nowhere. Like just passed these horses up like today is the day. Like was he racing or was he running? I say this because the very unnatural event, well, to us unnatural, that took place after he won. Huh. Well, according to PETA and the show that they did, the interview they did, Rich Strike, basically, after he came out of nowhere and boom, took the win. And it's usually after a horse wins, you know, the uh, outback or whatever you call him, the, the uh, outrider. You know, reels them on in. And when the outrider was already coming, like, towards Rick Strike, already the horse seemed agitated, you know. And that off the jump, you know, the way they said that he, the outrider handled them, just wasn't good. He could have just let, let them calm down a little bit, you know. Because no matter what, they, uh, even though these horses, this is what they do, and we think they agree to this, and they're there, you know, still, like, all the excitement, all the noise, they're animals, it can be very overwhelming, you know, that's something to, for pe- to keep in mind, no matter how well-trained, how we know that, trained an animal is, still a wild animal, okay? One plus one is two, right? So, yeah, the unexpected. But at the same time, if the horse doesn't really like you, or you got some vibes coming off of you, you know what I mean? A horse knows, and they'll tell you since they can't talk and all, right? And apparently, uh, Rich Strike wasn't having it. He was just really agitated, you know, it's like poking the bear, like, let him calm down. The guy's still trying to reel him in. He's on his horse trying to reel him in. Rich is still agitated. Um, you know, so I guess that's why he punched the horse. Like, yo, who punches? I'd be a little terrified. First of all, I wouldn't even come to my mind to punch a horse. But what the, who do you think is going to win this fight, bro? But yeah, he did that in front of everybody. Not saying just because in front of everybody, but that just shows like, bro. Because this here, I don't know if it's making it seem that way because I don't think they've heard him do this before or reported it. I don't know. But it just doesn't seem like somebody just out the blue in front of everybody punches a horse that's never punched a horse before. I don't know. You tell me. I don't know. But you can definitely go and listen to it on the podcast, Peter Podcast, or look it up and check into it. We just wanted to give you a briefing on that because we're going to talk about this more because it's really going to take, it's not about, you know, it was always going to end up coming down, you know, trickling down to the Derby, but it's really about the horse, you know, just like how it's about any other, uh, the animals, you know, it's about the, that's what we're never really thinking about is the animal. Did he agree to this? Like, why, like, you know, do they want to be doing this? How would you know? No one asks. They just get put in it. It, it, it really enlightens, like, the respect and all that of, of these animals. Just like when I did the story on, Telecom and the other, um, you know, orcas and the story, you know, that story from Blackfish and then behind SeaWorld with um, Telecom and it really just opens the door to like what's really going like these animals are just here just entertaining. But what about them? You know, it's never human beings don't think that way because you know why? Because we don't respect animals. That's why that clearly shows we don't 
because we don't think about that. But the story we're going to do is going to be pretty interesting because we're going to get into that of how no one's really focused on how the animal feels and what's good and natural and good and, and right for the animal versus the money and the entertainment and what it really is and how we get fooled thinking, oh, this is so cool. Look at him flipping about the water, blah, blah, blah. He's like, but does he want to do that? Because no matter what, at the end of the day, they're still animals and they, they have their feelings, but we don't see that. We see entertainment or food. Am I lying? Because I, I'm not, because that's what literally people do. So I'm just saying, who's going to really start to care for the animal? I mean, look that situation right there. Yes, there are people that have animals; they own them and all that stuff. And then on the, on the whole other side of it, if you're not if you're not going to be good to that animal, then then why even? But this is on a whole other level where we're going to go, and it's really going to focusing on the animal, not about them, not about their place of business, not about the guy. I want to get into the animals, right? And let's just talk about them and to give a better look at what they are here for and, and who they are as animals because they are important. They have they deserve to be treated just as anybody else, but we've been conditioned to see what? I don't know, you tell me. But thank you. Definitely we'll have more later on. Go check it out if you'd like. Until next time, this is Voices of Courage Quick Cast. And I'm your girl, Brandy J. Question, is it okay when a child is in school, in class, and they have to use the restroom, when is it okay for the teacher to say, no, you cannot go to the restroom? Now, for the simple fact that I used to, for a very long time, be a teacher, I used to be in the schools. I know how this works. I know everything that somebody would say after that question. Can't get it past me. I promise you. Here we go. Now, with that alone, somebody that's already going to be on the defense to excuse themselves, that's how you know that they're full of shit, okay, is going to say, well, you know, kids sometimes they play around. And if they win already, blah, 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 blah. That's not what I asked you. Let's try again for you good listeners. When is it okay? Because that's how we get to down to the root of things, not with those unimportant sidebar defensive, yeah, you already know what you're thinking. You do it all the time, don't you? Comments. The uh, question again, when is it okay? Where's the fine line at when a child has to use a restroom? Well, let me tell you here. Tell you this much. If I was a child, I probably anybody. If I had to go real bad because I can have pee problems and all that. I don't know. Whatever it is. But if I got to go, I got to go. And if you tell me I can't go, I'm just going to go. We'll just deal with this when I get back. Because you know what happens when I don't go? I use the restroom with myself. First of all, so any parent, I hope your child doesn't just sit there and goes on themselves. Because if they really do need to go, of course they should tell the teacher. That's a, um, you know, like a safety problem. You should not just go and not tell your teacher. Don't ever do that. For the simple fact, your safety is important. The teacher needs to know where you are. Anything ever happens, never do that. So in these situations, parents, do let your child know. Don't get up and not tell the teacher. That's a no-no. I reiterate. That's a no-no. And even though you got to go-go, that's unacceptable because that your life was, you know what I mean? You put yourself in a situation like you think you're just going to the restroom or sneaking out, doing whatever, and now no one knows that you're out of the classroom. That's never okay. Now, but let's get back to it. You ask your teacher, can you use the restroom? They say no. And let's say the kid uses the restroom on themselves. Now you got to get the parent called. And I've seen this happen before. Parents would be pissed off. They should be. This is what comes down to that question to the teachers. 
Now, you know, we've had those situations where kids like to mess around. You'll know if they got to go or not. Now, just say if they went in like five minutes, say, if you'll know your students that do that. If it's a student that just does this often, and you need to talk to their parents so you can work something out. Do they have restroom issues? This, this, and that. You need to be, if you're not one of those teachers, then you need to do something else. Because if you want to do your job sufficiently, keep kids safe and don't have problems like that, then you're willing to cover all areas to make sure that things function well. I don't understand when people go, well, we don't have time. Well, then you should probably leave this field open so somebody else can come and take care of this. Because we need shit to run smoothly. And when things like that happen, what does it do? Puts people in a bad situation and now you got issues. How do we problem solve? Probably solution-based issues before you get to the problem. That's all I'm saying. We always got an excuse why this might not work, this might work. That's why shit don't work. You know why? Just think about it. Listen to people. People have all kinds of reasons why something isn't going to work. And those are facts. Let's start having our minds being processed to always just, you know, put things in place like we do for other things. Why don't we just stop and get lazy on the most easiest shit? I don't know. But since we're not going to take it here, we're not even going to leave that space open because we're going to take care of it. Because the best way to not have a problem is to make sure that you got that shit covered. Shit happens? Yeah. But don't be a thinker that shit happens. Think, be a thinker like we got this shit in place. Got to change your mindset or just give it, move over so somebody with the mindset can just, just do it. Because really, because if you, you're not willing, if you're just one of those, then that's why are you here? No, really. No, really. Because if you got excuses there, you got excuses everywhere. Get want the job done? Do it. And to be honest with you, it's so simple to do. It really is. Instead of the excuses of, we'll see what happens. No, no, and no. Okay? It doesn't look good on this side, so just don't even say it. I'm going to let you know now so you save yourself the embarrassment and the looks. Like, hmm, really? <laughs> when is it okay? When is it not okay? You know when you're going to have your students that do that stuff. Common sense, right? But don't be that butthole teacher that's just a butthole and like, no. You know why? Because whatever comes next, you deserved it. Parent comes with their mad, I'd be mad too. Yep, there she is right there. <laughs> no, seriously. But no, seriously, you should get that that is coming and you shouldn't, you should expect it, okay? Because if you have to use a restroom, even if it was 30 minutes later after and you really have to go, you gonna sit, you can't go. Because why, why, if the student can't go, guess who else is not going? You. Why should you get to go? Think about it. Because I'm the teacher? No. You, you, you're right. What's the definition? You're right. You're welcome. So what the hell is the difference? Why can't they go? But there's a simple solution here. You know when the kids have to go. If you have that rapport with the children and they know use a restroom, you have accurate restroom times. And if you have a child that is doing that, then you skip the parent to see if that's something normal. You know what I'm saying? Like stuff you're teaching. So you think you'd have some skills too to, to do. The, I don't understand how you can teach something and then totally lack something on one side. Like you don't get it. Like, use the same, uh, you know, applications you give to, to children to problem-solve stuff. No, I'm so serious. <laughs> so serious. I don't understand these things. But that's what you do. You, you, you don't. What you don't do is tell people they just can't go to the restroom because it's not the right time to go. That's what usually what's happening. It's not that they just keep going. Common sense and rocket science, you know, if somebody's just playing around or not. You let it test it out a few times. I said, I call the parent. You don't call the parent. It's your fault. You're bad. And uh, nothing else. You're bad. Anybody that's serious about what they do and, and, and there for all the right reasons and knows how to function, how to function as a uh, adult teacher and all that stuff and how to run, a, you know, a well-managed classroom, then you're going to do those things. And the excuses won't come. As we like to point out excuses from the children and do the same thing, don't be one of them. 
not a good look, right? But when does it become, when you know, when's the fine line crossed? Well, the fine line's crossed when the kid is using the bathroom on themselves and the parents had to come up there. The fine line is crossed if you didn't tell the parent, oh man, you should get in a lot of trouble. You better call the parent because if you don't, that's your ass because it's going to wonder why. Why didn't you tell the parent that? Why did you tell my child peed on herself? Do not be one of those teachers that blame the child because God is watching. Mm, mm, mm. Like I said, you'll know if they plan around. If you don't, make sure you talk to the parent. If you don't do those things, then get ready to have a really horrible year or if you even make it that far. That is just not okay to just be one of those teachers like, it's not time yet. No, you can wait. You're awful. And it's awful that they have to endure that if they use the bathroom on themselves. But like I said, I know if I have to go, I gotta go, I'll be right back. You tripping. But like I said, always tell your teacher you have to use a restroom if you're in your situation. Let your child know that. But do not program your child to to, to, to to be, you know, pee on themselves and stuff. Even though I know they're young sometimes too and they do take care of it, talk to the school, go up there, do you know, be responsible and, and, and level-headed as possible. Don't go making it worse, okay? Please don't do that, parents. Don't go up there, guns are blazing, uh, you're sorry, won't, 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 won't. But go have a talk so that shit doesn't happen again. Thank you for tuning in. And this is your girl, Brandy J with QuickCast. Well, there you have it right here on Voices of Courage new segment, QuickCast. We hope that you enjoyed. And please, please be looking out for more QuickCast episodes. And until next time, this is Brandy J right here at Voices of Courage and Quick Cast. <laughs>